Are you tired of waiting for sparks to fly on your dating app? Do you dream of running through airports to deliver an out-of-breath, unplanned monologue? Then stop doom-scrolling and start listening to Meet Cute Rom-Coms. Feel-good love stories that take you from chance encounter to grand romantic gesture in just 15 minutes. We're bringing rom-coms back. Get a brand new Meet Cute series on the first Tuesday of every month with new episodes twice a week. Fall in love with Meet Cute Rom-Coms wherever you find your podcasts. Is this where we kiss? You're like, I'm not going to wear a draw to bra. What? Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark review podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm your longtime Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy. I'm your Hallmark, former Hallmark hater. Every time, someday. dude. I know. I'll get it someday. Thank you for listening today as we discuss Field Day, the final movie before Hallmark starts dropping a barrage of Countdown to Christmas movies. Already. <laughs> I would like you to know... This is not a complaint. I'm not asking for help. I just sometimes need to say these things out loud. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And it's not just this podcast. It's just, it's the middle of October and, you know, life's about to get into high gear. Yeah. And about once or twice a year, I get this feeling like life would be okay if everyone would just go away for a week (laughs) and not need me. (laughs) Take the dogs. Go away. Let me get my life in order. Let me do every last bit of laundry. Let me deep clean the house. Let me work whenever I want to without interruption. I just need seven days. Can you relate to that or no? Am I being ridiculous? No, I can completely relate to that. But if I were to have seven days alone, I don't want to do all the laundry and clean the house. Well. There's other priorities. I know this is our Hallmark podcast. <laughs> um, I want you to know that I one time had the opportunity to have eight days home alone. Mm -hmm. And I think what was surprising to me is that in that time, when you don't have anybody else who needs you, the amount of hours in the day is staggering. I know. So it was like, yeah, I can spend a couple hours of the 16 hours I'm awake every day and still have plenty of time to like, I can sit down and watch a movie that I don't have to review. Yeah. I could binge watch an entire show in the course of that week. There's a couple hours for reading. There's time for me to go on a walk without an agenda. I think you'd be shocked what a full week can do. Now, would I love an actual full week vacation? Yes. But thinking in reality, I'm like, well, there's stuff I got to get done. So I'd love to Get it done mm-hmm. on my own time. Got you. So what you're trying to say is you feel behind the eight ball? Uh, very much so. <laughs> very much so. I'm trying to get ahead of the game by the end of this weekend. That's my goal. If I go into next week and I'm on top of my game. So check back with us. Well, I think that your body's already shutting down on you because if you can't tell, Megan's voice is gone. For no reason. <laughs> I apologize. I don't know how long it's going to be like this. I'm on day five. <laughs> If you want more from us, you can find us on Instagram. We are at Girls Gone Hallmark and at Megan and Wendy. We also put out four podcast episodes every month on our Patreon. Yeah, maybe we bit off more than we can choose there. <laughs> <laughs> if you want more of this banter like you're getting right now, that's where you can get that. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. It is a 
bargain price at $5 a month. And you can get your first seven days free if you want to check it out and see what that's like at patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. I mean, if they're home alone for seven days, they could listen to our entire library of Patreon for free. That's right. (laughs) Guys, jump into our Girls Gone Hallmark Facebook group. That number's ticking up a little bit, little bit, little bit every single day. Makes me happy. And it's a very nice group filled with very nice people who have a lot of opinions about Hallmark movies. And I love it. It's a fantastic group of people. Let's do some Hallmark news and notes. Okay. I love Wendy's note. Hallmark's in their Taylor Swift era. They sure are. I'd love to know how much they paid for this, but they are using Taylor Swift's Christmas Tree Farm song in their 2023 Countdown to Christmas promos. I mean, they're so smart. I don't know who's running that show over there right now, but I mean, it makes sense to like the same person who put new kids on the block in a movie that was designed for mothers of a certain age. Thank you for the reminder. I forgot to add it to my notes. Yes. We'll talk more about that. Okay. Sleepy Kitty Paw over on Twitter. Look, I'm just always going to call it Twitter. I don't care. If you don't follow this person, this person knows everything about Hallmark movies and more. So if you're on the Twitter. They have said they're pulling back on their like holiday movie coverage. I saw. But they're still covering quite a bit. Look at it. It is going to be my Everest to get this person on our show. We'll use a voice modulator if we have to. Yes. <laughs> like we won't share anything. We could do it all via audio. It doesn't even have to be on camera. Yeah. I don't need to see what this person looks like. That Dumois chick has a podcast and she's anonymous, but people hear her voice. I know. See, I- I'm going to, you know, I'm going to email them again. Anyway, my point was Sleepy Kitty Paw shared that field day pulled in 1.52 million live viewers and 0.12 of the key demo. This movie was the top non-sports program of the evening. That's a lot of people watching, particularly in like football season. That was Saturday night, college, college football, football night. Yeah. yeah. Lots of competition. Mm-hmm. How many total number of holiday movies across all platforms and channels do you think there are this year for 2023? Well, I hate to be this person, but I saw this tweet as well. Mm. So I know that it's roughly in the 150 range. Yeah. Which is significantly less than last year, although it's still a huge number of holiday movies. It's a big number of holiday movies, but I'm going to have to guess that the strikes of course. have something to do with it. Of course. Yeah. I mean, are you okay with 155 holiday movies? It's plenty. I mean, when I'm looking at the Hallmark schedule, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. And then I might see an ad for an Eddie Murphy Christmas movie over on Amazon, and I'm like, where am I going to add that? I I, have to watch all these Hallmark movies as it is. Per Hallmark, Three Bed, Two Bath, One Ghost was a ratings, quote, knockout. This is the part I don't understand, and it is... Girl math. With 3.9 million unduplicated total viewers. Are they pulling from streaming services? I don't know. But nevertheless, a big win for the network. A big win. It is the network's most watched 2023 premiere. I will be interested to see once we get a full week out from field day how those numbers shake out. Oh, good. Good. Good point. 
Let's talk about field day with a synopsis. All right. Three moms from different social circles are forced to work together to plan their kids' elementary school field day, starring Rachel Boston, Benjamin Ayers, Shannon Chan Kent, and Carmel Emmett. Rachel Boston stars as Jen in this movie. She was last in The More Love Grows. Before that, she was in A Christmas Cookie Catastrophe, but unfortunately, we are not seeing her in this year's Countdown to Christmas lineup. I feel like she needs to be in more movies, more Hallmark movies. It's like one a year. This was, I fully believe that this will turn out to be such a big hit that maybe this will catapult her a little bit more. I feel, though, that the fans already love her. I don't disagree. All right. Mr. Romance University plays Coach Dan Aldridge. Benjamin Ayers has a whopping 93 acting credits, including last year's Long Lost Christmas. Most recently, he was in a Canadian show called Family Law. He will co-star with Laura Vandervoot in Miracle in Bethlehem, PA, on December 21st on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Yeah, he will. That movie is not on our current review that schedule. That may be a 2024 look back review. Oh, I like you calling it that. What a great name. That's what we're going to call it. Shannon Chan can't please Kelly. Talk about whopping. Kelly has 286 acting credits. Is this the most we've ever seen? It might be. She does a ton of voice work on animated shows like Strawberry Shortcake, Sonic Prime, and Polly Pocket. Her last Hallmark credit appears to be 2019, 2019's Holiday Date and Flip That Romance. She was also in The Irresistible Blueberry Farm, which our listeners are basically begging us to review. They are. I know. In the Facebook group. I know. Um, That's an Allie Sweeney joint. Yeah, I don't know. They wanted us to review it during the summertime, and we didn't. And then it didn't fall in the fall movies. Mm -hmm. So maybe sometime in the spring. I mean, basically by the time Countdown to Christmas is over, we'll be planning for summer anyway. So (laughs) keep up. The request. Carmel Amit plays scary lawyer Lady Marissa. She has 65 acting credits, including last year's A Fabled Holiday. No notes there. We're, <laughs> we're not going to even revisit A Fabled Holiday. This script was written by Julie Sherman Wolf. Now, if you don't know her, yeah, you do, because listen to the titles of the movie she's written. Fourth Down in Love, Hanukkah on Rye, A Holiday Spectacular, Always Amore, The Perfect Pairing, A Dickens of a Holiday, You, Me, and the Christmas Trees, Right in Front of Me, Taking a Shot at Love, One Royal Holiday, Wedding Every Weekend. Y'all, these are good movies. We love her. Definitely. Big fan. Up next is Holiday Hotline. She took over the script after the original writer, Dwayne Poole, sadly passed away. And we are reviewing that movie. It's dropping a little later in the schedule, but it is in our lineup. Yes. Drops on 1219. I mean, when we were reviewing the movies with our first impressions, Megan was like, this is a Butterball movie, Butterball Hotline movie. I'm so excited for this movie. (laughs) Knowing that it's written by Julie Sherman Wolf, just, it's going to be great. I know it's going to be great. Right. David Winning directed his previous titles include Time for Him to Come Home for Christmas, The Nine Kittens of Christmas, The 27-Hour Day, and about 80 other movies because he directs a lot. And finally, this movie was filmed last fall in Vancouver, Canada, where apparently it was very cold. 
Hey, I can't remember what it was, but I know there was like a whole bunch of Hallmark people got together and got to see screening of this movie, like in the summertime, maybe? Okay. Does that sound familiar to you at Not, all? No. Was it at one of those conventions? Oh, did they watch it at... at I think they watch it actually at Hallmark at headquarters. Con. I think you're right. Like all the Hallmark stars went to Hallmark headquarters the, yeah. ahead of Christmas Con because they were all in town for that. Yeah. That's ringing a bell. Okay. We weren't there, sadly. Next year. Well, I just had a... I hope when we go on our Hallmark cruise, we get a little we do. preview. There's Has that already been announced? There's a screening we of a movie that's seats. a movie that's not made yet. Correct. <laughs> a screening of a 2024 countdown to Christmas movie. Our cruise is next November, so it will have already been announced. We'll already be in the countdown to Christmas lineup, so it'll be one of the later movies. Hmm. We had to pick our seats. I wonder if. I wonder if. I just had a thought. We're going in November. Am I going to need a jacket on this cruise? I pictured me sunning. You No, you won't need a jacket. It's like going to Hawaii in November. A light jacket maybe for windy decks, but it's not going to be, it's not likely to be wintry weather in the Bahamas. I mean, let's be real. I'm probably going to be laying on my bed the entire time because I'll be seasick. But no, no, no. <laughs> Guys, if any of you are planning to go on the Hallmark cruise in November of up. next year, let us know. I want to meet you. I can't believe it's still over a year away. It, it's a long time I'm away. I'm so sad. I want to go now. It's a long time away. All right. Are you ready for your first impression? I am. You go first. Did they film this in my hometown? In your hometown? I know every single one of these moms. Oh, that's funny. Mine is Julie does it again. Yes, ma'am. What did you like about Field Day? Well, since we started these reviews, I have always said... That Julie writes for me. I am yeah. her demo. Like, you know, Megan and I, if listeners don't know, have a longtime blogging background. Oh, and yeah. Who's your ideal customer? Who's your ideal customer? And I think Julie thinks of me, Wendy, in <laughs> suburban Orange County when she's writing these movies because I love the story she creates. I love the language she uses. I love her pop cultural references. Um, the jokes are funny. Yeah. I, I, does Julie have a, you know how that, there's the heinies and then there's the, <laughs> the, the wolves. The wolves. That's us. We're coining it now. Yes. Yes. I really, really enjoyed this story. This movie was so relatable. Mm-hmm. Deeply relatable. Deeply. From the moment she's in the drop-off line and gets out of the car and I'm like, don't get out of the car you know that's one of my biggest oh my god when they're like you can't park here (laughs) i was like that every parent who has done school drop-off knows that moment we all know that feeling of not being fully ready and having to get out of the car for one reason or another Mm -hmm. in fact it happened to me this morning not at school drop-off but there is no coffee in my house and i placed a Starbucks order, went to pick it up. It's kind of like cold and chilly here in the mornings. I'm wearing my fuzzy Crocs around the house. Oh, geez. Did you get out of the car and go, oh, shit. Literally, I'm wearing, I'm that wearing was Crocs. the exact morning. My feet <laughs> hit the ground and I go, oh, 
no, I'm in my Crocs. But you know what, man? I just I just owned it. I walked right in. There were kids from your daughter's school there. And I was like, they're just talking about this mom and her Crocs. And I don't care because I had my coffee and I turned and it was ready for me. It was perfect. I picked it up, said thank you, and left. We know that moment though, right? Yeah. I'm not going to wear a bra to drop off. Because <laughs> I'm not going to get out of the car until my kid forgets their lunch and I have to go running after them. Been there. This PTO storyline was very relatable, no? Deeply. I, Megan and I are both moms of teenagers, and we have spent many, many years mm-hmm. involved in the parent-teacher organization, association, whichever it's called in your neck of the woods. We have all planned a field day or a trunk or treat or a end-of-year carnival. Class party. Something. Yeah. yeah. And there are those moms there. That are in this movie. Yes. I would like to point out that Julie said on Twitter that none of these women, this is an amalgamation of people she's known over the years. Mm -hmm. None of them are a direct character. Mm -hmm. But I think we all know who these women are. Yeah, for sure. Now tell me this. Have you heard the narrative of the working mom who is not available to come help at school? And how much S-H-I-T is talked about these women who can't be there. It happens. It really happens. And I'm so glad that Julie put this in the movie. One of my favorite scenes is when it's towards the end and Kelly is talking to Marissa. And she's like, I'm sorry I ever made you feel bad for being a working mom. You were an amazing mom. You worked so hard for your family. I loved the female friendships. Obviously, that's the best part of this whole movie. Agree. Was that trio of women. And I just love that she acknowledged, like, you're such a good mom, even though your mom life looks different than mine. Right. I'm your best mom friend. Right. Life. Yeah. Yeah. I, that made me cry. I cried. I texted Megan. I was like, why am I crying during film I cried day? twice. <laughs> I loved that. I loved, loved how they these three women like rallied yes. around each other to help each other out and they all come from different like sets you know and it was just so nice it was so nice i love 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 when hallmark gives us a movie i know we just talked about it but when it gives us a movie about female friendships and the love story is like the side story yes i have some thoughts about it Somebody at Hallmark, or maybe it's the writers, or I don't know, but I truly believe that women, and I know men watch Hallmark movies too, but I'm talking about women here. Women who watch Hallmark movies, me included, find that female friendships are equally as important as romantic ones. And I love that they're giving us stories that show that. Yes. I think maybe one of the reasons that resonates so much with me is not that everybody my age is married, but I've been married for 18 years. I'm not constantly in the like, let's find a new romance phase. Mm, Yeah. But I could make new friends at any point. Like that is an evolving part of Mm -hmm. my life forever, whereas romance may not be. Right. That's why for me, it gets old to watch movie after movie about like falling in love again. Give me a break. Obviously, I love the new kids on the block moment. I happen to have been standing up and I just danced my ass off during the whole song. I did cringe a little bit when she was like doing the sprinkler move. I was like, don't do that. Don't do that. 
It's like a robot throwback to you. Yeah, just don't do that. Just do like your fun. See, I shimmy and shake. When I whenever I see moments <laughs> like this, I think this is why I could never be an actress because when they're like just. Just dance. Just feel yourself in that moment. I'd be like, well, I'm out. I'm sorry. I quit. Like, I would need it to be, like, I would need to do, like, the shopping cart or the sprinkler. No, no. Just to get through that moment. Or the, like, stand alive. No, don't do that either. I don't know what to do. I can't dance. And dancing, no, couldn't do it. You just do this. (laughs) Too bad we're not on video. That was pretty funny. I got to say, I was... Thoroughly surprised that they used a new kids on a block song. Yeah. And it just was perfect for the age of woman uh, watching this movie. Uh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Benjamin Ayers in this role. Okay. I found him charming and kind and mature. Yeah. You know, I love Benjamin Ayers. I know you do. Did you see that they were giving away, he was giving away the coach shirt? The coach shirt. Yeah, I love that. I, that's really cute. I just thought that was cute. But I did love his character in, in this movie. Like, you know, he was going to like, he was taking it slow. They both were. They were confused. They were but both A like, little bit. Are you done with what we liked? Yeah. Because this is a transition for let's, me. Let's transition. So for that, to me, I, I like that they were taking it slow. I like that they were figuring it out. It was a little bit of emotional whiplash for me, though. Mm-hmm. Agree. Because it was almost one too many back and forth. Mm. <laughs> Like, I can understand the date doesn't go well. We're not ready. Maybe we are. Let's figure this out. And then that same day after deciding that they're ready, he's like, I'm backing off again. Yeah. And he went into this relationship like, relationships suck. Love sucks. Mm -hmm. And so for him to have that attitude and then to back out twice, part of me was like, how can I feel comfortable getting into a new relationship with you? Mm Mm-hmm. When, like, this is what you've shown me. Now, when I'm listening to you hear all these things, I was like, well, well those things are not charming, kind of mature at all. So no, was I just I thought, making that up in no, my head? No, because he's so lovely to her at school, even yeah. when she's, like, struggling with the door. Like, from that moment, they don't have a contentious relationship. And even when he's, like, relationships suck, he's, like, saying it in the context of her struggling with the idea of getting into a new relationship. I didn't find it off-putting i just found it it's fine that that's how you feel but you he wasn't giving me the well like i said it was emotional whiplash it was moments of like oh he seems like he's very taken by her Mm -hmm. and then moments of like but relationships under the umbrella suck like he was like what like i'm in i'm out i'm in i'm out right in that same vein I know that these movies have to have a romance, but I think we got to stop trying to make I love you happen. That's just my number one wish. Don't say I'm falling in love with you. Just I'm falling for you is perfectly yes enough. I really like you. I really like you. We're talking a span of a few weeks here. They've been on one non-date. Right. Can I go back to the date for a second? Uh-huh. I think it's unfair... This is a woman who was a widow. Mm. You can't expect her not to talk about her ex-husband. Yeah. Or not even her ex-husband, her dead husband. Yeah. Right? And I think, like, she was kind of beating herself up a little bit after the day. She's like, oh, I talked about, I can't remember his name, sorry, her now past husband. I don't think it's un- unfair. Like, 
This was a man she loved. She lost him. It's a huge part of her life. You shouldn't just like wipe that clean and be like, I'm 21 again and like I don't have any baggage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I didn't really love how they were like talking about their exes and they're like, well, we're not ready because we're still talking about our yeah, former this is, loves. You have, this is our life. Let's process it out loud. This yeah. is where I'm coming from. Yes. I was in a loving, wonderful marriage. He died. That has left marks on me mm-hmm. and has shaped who I am now. Right. Agree. Can we talk about his illness for two seconds? She says, he had a headache. He went to the doctor he was dead later. I can't remember what it was, but I was like, don't just, don't say a headache. I have headaches every single day. Now this, now I have this thought in my head. You have a brain tumor? Yeah, of course. Of course. I have a brain tumor. Yeah. I just, it just made me sad. Yes. Anyway. I thought so too. Speaking of sad, I thought her performance while watching the video of her husband that he had left for her was beautiful. Mm-hmm. That was another moment where I cried. It gave me a little bit of throwback to Sweet Autumn when Aunt Dee leaves yeah. her, like, video will. will. I liked this one better. Oh, me too. And I thought it was nice that her mom was holding on to it for a time when she needed it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so nice. Like, to have that kind of forethought. I don't know if I would be capable of that forethought if I was dying to I'm be like haunt you forever if you move on from me. I think it's a very selfless thing to be able to do. Yeah. And while you're sick and thinking of everything you're leaving behind. Right. Be able to do that. God, don't don't I can't. All right. I have one more. Mm. I wanted more. Which means I was sad when this movie was over. Yeah. I don't know if it lends itself to a sequel, but I would love one. Yeah, I loved these women. I could absolutely see them. And I think we're just getting started with the romantic relationship here. Even though we get the I love you, there's still, it's not going to be a straight path forward. Right. Julie, I'm going to email you, DM you. We want a sequel. Sequel. Field day two. I'm trying to come up with a clever title. I can't think of one right now. Megan usually knocks them out. Yeah, I don't have it right. (laughs) The book fair. Field day. The book fair. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on to, did you see that? I only have one. Okay. It's field day. They're setting up all the stuff outside. They are all talking about the impending rain. The sky is sunny. I didn't see one rain rain cloud. Oh, yes. Well, then the sprinklers go off, so it doesn't really matter. True. When I was in college, I ran an organization, and we would have to reserve, like, outdoor spaces to have events. Mm -hmm. And we had three big events, and they were in the spring, and we always would reserve an alternate indoor, like, one of the gym in case of rain. And one year, none of the indoor spaces were available. And so we were like, well... We're just going to cross our fingers. And the week leading up to our biggest event, we didn't have an alternate space. And there was rain in the forecast. And this is um, in like 1999. So I was literally watching the weather channel day every <laughs> single day, watching the forecast, watching the forecast. It did not rain. The event went off fine. But that was the most stressed I ever was. It was in college, was thinking that the rain was going to ruin this event. So I get it. Okay. First of all, school starts, and it is immediately freezing cold outside. Oh, I have a, I have a, did you see that too? Thank you for reminding me. Yes, but go ahead. 
snowing at one point yeah. while they're off at this adventure course. And they tell us in the beginning of the movie, like field days in one month. So even if school started on Labor Day, after Labor Day, it's still September yeah. and it is snowing, which whatever. It was clearly cold. You could see their breath. Do we know where this movie was supposed to take place? Yes, actually, I do remember. It was supposed to be set in Framingham, Massachusetts. And oh. the reason I know that is because Julie said so on Twitter. Well, damn, I'm going to Massachusetts in November. Is it going to be like a snowstorm there? <laughs> According it's going to, to that be timeline. cold in Boston, but in November, but it would not be like this in Boston in September. Okay, here's. Here's a thing I noticed. They are dropping the kids off on the first day of school, and there are pumpkin decorations out in front of the school. Man, this school must start in October. Right? <laughs> um, They're like, we got to make it a fall movie. Put some pumpkins out here. Nobody's going to care about this first day of school timeline. That's funny. Yeah. So the water in the dunk tank must have been freezing. I didn't – I had read somewhere there was some commentary in the Facebook group about – Someone said maybe it's heated. It didn't look cold to me. Like, did you Maybe see? Maybe he's just a great actor. Did you see steam coming off of it? Like, it was cold. Steam would come off it if it was warm. Yeah, if the water was warm and it was colder outside, right? Yeah, so the water's cold. Oh, yeah. Steam's not coming off my cold pool when it's cold outside. Yeah. Steam's coming off the hot jacuzzi when it's cold outside. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, he's an actor. He's a professional. I'm just saying, you're not putting me in a freezing cold dunk tank when it's cold enough to see my breath. Well, remember on the way home when they would have to like jump into that pond yes. or whatever? Like, <laughs> we paid a lot of money to jump in that cold pond. Two. <laughs> I just said two and held one finger. Uh, this, during the indoor field day, there is a soccer shoot game that they have going on, and there's a mom in goal, and she's just going for it, like big smile, diving for all the balls. And I was just like, she deserves a prize. Like, she's just really bringing it. Those kids the are... mom deserves a prize. Yeah. That's that's a good volunteer. This entire movie has so many great lines. Like, I could not possibly write them all down. It's just line after line after line. But when Kelly is asking for something, and she goes, oh, I thought we could just barter for exposure. Oh, she was asking Jen... She wanted Jen to oh, do the website. The website, that's right. Yeah, I LOL. Like, oh, I'm pretty, you know, like I'm pretty expensive. And she's like, oh, I thought we could just barter for exposure. And I was she's like, like for what? <laughs> Hilarious. For exposure with your tip. Yeah. If you don't follow Julie Sherman Wolf on Twitter, you should because during the premieres of all of her movies, especially now that the writer's strike is over, she live tweets them with like behind the scene tidbits. And she notoriously hates word signs she makes fun of them twice during this movie mm. and she posted a picture of the one word sign she has in her house which is a wooden sign with a script font that reads inspirational family motto in a whimsical font oh that's funny so as i like look around your house do you have any word signs i don't think so gather live laugh love i'm i feel guilty i put those out during the holiday season i have probably some holiday related ones what did you rate field day 4.75 stars. Exactly what I wrote. Thank you for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark. This was the final episode in Hallmark's fall lineup and Countdown to Christmas starts tomorrow, Friday, October 20th. We're not quite done with fall around here, though. We do still have two fan favorite fall movies dropping over the next two weeks. 
So make sure you come back for that. But we will be starting our Countdown to Christmas reviews next week as well. So talk about Whiplash, y'all. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.